1: Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 5 starts now. Welcome to the party. This is the mailbag episode. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Davis, joined today by Jamie Cinematics.
2: Good morning.
1: Hey, it's
3: Jenna Lynn.
2: Hey, everybody.
3: Summit Lake Hornet. I wanted to do the intro. If I, if you would have given me a chance, <laughs> I'd have done it. <laughs> I Listen, we all kind of stared
1: at each other. Um, I was late to the party here. I was doing some Walking Dead interviews, but I made it. Uh, if you guys want to just go ahead and make some small talk real quick uh, so I can just get this all out there on social, that would be amazing. I didn't know we were jumping in real quick.
4: Absolutely. Oh, great. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, ha- ha- you know what, guys? Happy Wednesday. Uh, it's, it's, we had Boba Fett last night. We got uh, we got Pam and Tommy today. We got Peacemaker tonight at midnight. It's a time for TV, you guys. It's a, I'm thriving. My TV Absolutely. love.
2: Yeah. When
3: am I gonna get my Thundercat spin-off series of Star Wars? Is all I God. have.
2: today. <laughs> hopefully want, sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man. Um. Go ahead.
2: But yeah, we got a we got a lot to talk about today, just to kind of keep it on topic. We're, we're talking about news because I know we've kind of missed a lot of news over the past couple of weeks, and then we're also talking answering your questions. We're doing a mailbag, so hopefully should, this should be a very fun and chunky, chunky episode.
3: Thank you all for your questions. They are wonderful. Uh, We should be getting to them. And thank you guys for coming through to watch trivia last week. It was so much fun to be in the Twitch chat with you all (laughs) and harangue Jim Biscardi from the cheap seats instead of being (laughs) on camera.
4: I was so sad I missed it, but so happy that uh, Brandon used some of my questions. I liked seeing my questions in there. Jamie,
1: your questions were an absolute lifesaver.
2: Yeah. I didn't know you did questions. That's awesome. Uh, I did. Well,
1: uh, yeah. Just be told, Jim saw a lot of questions that I had written down before uh-huh. the show, and I had to make sure I used none of those questions for Jim, oh. because he would have <laughs> taken pride in acting like he had never seen it before, and I knew that. and I, It would have been my fault that he had to go back to jail.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Cheating at <laughs>
4: trivia is the number one jailful
2: offense, in my opinion.
3: That's
4: how you
2: yeah, end up with Odenberger. We have like thirty jailable offenses on the show, apparently. But I guess that's at the top. Um,
4: well, one day, just no, none of us are going to be here. It's just empty screens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have happened after the rankings episode and and the anticipation rankings. It's like we we all would have gone to jail after that.
4: Yeah, if we um, survived that. We can survive anything. Yeah. So I am I'm about
1: done letting everybody know our show exists, uh, which is good. Okay, sorry. Great, great start to today's show. Thank you so much to Jenna, Aaron and Jamie for carrying us there while I let the world know we exist. Oh, I got to I'm not even seeing my camera's not set up yet. Welcome. Uh, People listening to to us at a podcast are like, what happened this week? Um, uh, So. Uh, oh, we have a big announcement for next week, which has already been announced on Twitter. Uh, Ruben Fleischer is going to be doing a full on interview. It's not, wow, look at my hair today. <laughs> Ooh, I had no time to get ready. Um, Ruben Fleischer directing Venom and the upcoming Uncharted movie is on phase zero. It is not live. It is pre recorded. I already did the interview and I'll tell you right now, it's very interesting. He got very honest about the venom reviews in a way that almost Ooh. made me want to cry. But then I remembered I'm one of the people who wrote a bad review. <laughs> oh no. Um, which is awkward. Uh, but we celebrated the things we liked about it, I guess. Cause I like, I'm not going to be like, dude, I don't like your movie, but um, I thought uncharted. Actually, I can't say anything about uncharted yet. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so Ruben Fleischer on the show. Talking about Venom, I'm talking about Uncharted, maybe even a little bit of Zombieland. Really nice guy. Really had a pleasure talking, a great pleasure talking with him. Uh, and that's next week's episode. This week, we're gonna answer some mailbag questions. Thank you for the many mailbag questions you sent us on Twitter, the virtual mailbag. If you have more questions, it's not too late. You can drop them in the comment section live on the show. If you're listening to us in a podcast, it is too late. But the good news is we are MCU customer service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Nine hundred multiverses a year. You can hit us up on Twitter with the names I introduced us with at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to start with some MCU news, which is what we used to do through all of <laughs> 2021. But this year, I wanted to mix it up because there was a long time between shows, between movies, and I said we need to uh, we need to have like kind of themed episodes. And then I said, let's go back to the news. Honestly, I just ran out of themes, so we're going to start with Super Bowl trailers. Are we going to get Marvel stuff at the Super Bowl? I say yes. I think we will because we have before. I'll never forget (laughs) the disappointing look of Tony Stark taking off his sunglasses. And that was the whole trailer for Iron Man 3. Uh, And then you had to go online to watch the rest of it. But, hey, we still got the rest of it online. So that's good. Um, What do you guys think? What do you guys want? What are you hearing?
2: I just remember that like when the Civil War trailer came out during the Super Bowl and I remember I was stuck at a grocery store buying food right when that was about to come out. And I was like, oh, no, I missed it. I didn't get to see it like the second it dropped. But yeah, I feel like we're going to get something. Marvel and Disney always seem very reliable with regards to bringing something to the Super Bowl. It's just a matter of what we do get. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a Disney Plus sizzle reel with like a bunch of stuff. But beyond that, I have no idea. What do you all think?
4: Yeah, I I don't watch Super Bowl. Sorry, uh, but I did. But uh, in 2020, I remember going to my friend's house. You live in LA. Up. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Super Bowl care. is in LA with an I, LA team. I, I, I'm so sorry. I don't understand. it's <laughs> not um, But I but in 2020, I went to my friends to pick something up on Super Bowl Sunday, and they were watching it. And I got there just in time for uh, the Disney Plus commercial with, with which was our first time we saw Wandavision. So that was like to catch that was one of the greatest moments of my life. So like I'm hyped to r- give me some She-Hulk. That's what, uh, or yeah. something like uh, I have high hopes just because of that one beautiful day.
3: Yeah. I mean, as long as they don't make us log into Disney plus like they did for God. the investor day, we're good. We straight. <laughs> I had to mention that. Cause I, I mean, you, Brandon said we're Disney plus or Marvel customer service. It felt like, and they're like, where's the stream? Do you guys know where the stream is? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I wish you could see Jim Biscardi running around like all those copies of Spongebob on fire, <laughs> trying to find us the stream link so we could figure out what's going on. Brad is yeah. live vlogging it, like, you know, literal fire <laughs> coming out of his head and his ears. Um, I think we'll probably get um, the sort of preview, bunch preview, like they did with WandaVision, Thoth, Winter Soldier, and Loki, uh, if I had to guess. What those three things are, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I
1: think we're getting the Disney Plus bundle commercial again because last year, what it was, which one's what? Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki's? Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, yeah. 2020. 2020.
2: Yeah, that was two years ago. Oof,
1: man, I need to get with Chris <laughs> Kelly and fix Fal- my autofocus. Wasn't it
2: just Falcon and Winter Soldier last year? Like, didn't it get its own thing or something like that? I can't remember. I think it was that
1: one that like opened up, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think it might have just it was definitely Falcon to Winter Soldier. I don't know, yeah. but I I think we get that montage. I think Moon Knight already has done an ad on the with oh, the NFL, so I expect that to come back. Um, I do think if it's Disney Plus, it'll be a montage of Moon Knight, She Hulk, and. Ooh, what would the third Is, Marvel, is Marvel. I would
2: honestly, I, I could see them doing a Marvel-centric one, but I could almost see them doing a big Disney Plus one that includes like Obi-Wan and everything. Because I feel like if they mm. give us like te- two seconds of Obi-Wan footage, like that will break the internet in terms of trailers. So I feel like that will be included in some capacity because they kind of have to. Please.
1: What yeah. I truly hope for is like a 30-second Doctor Strange or Thor Love and Thunder Spot that says go watch the trailer online now. That would make me most excited. Give us a new look at Doctor Strange. The movie comes out in like 30 minutes. Uh, (laughs) Thor is not that far away. pre panoramic we would have already had a Thor trailer by now. Yeah. Uh, So hopefully, hopefully we get that. But yeah, I think it's going to be a montage. I hope that Star Wars and Marvel get separate spots. I want more content this weekend. We won't have a show on Sunday, unfortunately. Um, I'm in a relationship now, and I have to do Valentine's Day duties over the weekend, and I won't be at home. Uh, And I'm just joking about the unfortunate. Don't clip that and send it to her. Very happily going away for the weekend for a lovely Valentine's Day. Uh, But yes, but I will, of course, be active on Twitter. Sorry, Eleanor, I cannot miss the the, the conversation. (laughs) Um, And Valentine's Day is on Monday, but, like, it's the weekend, so we have to do what we have to do. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. We're getting trailers this weekend, and we will talk about them next week. That is for sure.
2: Absolutely. And then the other big Marvel-related news that came out last week that nobody was necessarily expecting is that Dakota Johnson is playing Madam Web in the Madam Web solo movie, which has been rumored to be in the works it had um s.j. Clarkson who worked on Jessica Jones and Defenders like tied to direct it but it was one of those movies that people were always like is this actually going to happen like what is the deal with this I know it became a meme when Dakota was cast like well basically saying well Adam Webb is old and doesn't really fight people so what is this movie actually going to be um and I know a lot of people have had a lot of questions about it I know Brandon made a really good video. I wrote an article that was very kind of similar about how it might be a thing where they might mesh mesh both versions of Madam Webb together. There's Cassandra Webb who is kind of the old lady Madam Webb who is stuck on spider life support and is kind of this oracle, and then there's Julia Carpenter, who succeeds her in the role and operates as Spider-Woman, but they probably can't call her Spider-Woman, because we know we're realistically getting a Jessica Drew movie with Olivia Wilde, so this might just be a way that we can get like another spider character and just call her Madam Web from the start, as opposed to having to do all of these kind of legacy stuff. So what do y'all think about that? Also, cause she apparently tagged Marvel studios in her Instagram post announcing that she was cast. So that definitely adds a wrinkle to stuff too. What do y'all think?
1: That's the old Tyrese trick right
4: there.
1: Yep. (laughs) Uh, Not knowing what you're
4: doing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I
1: just knew this was Marvel. Go ahead, Jamie.
4: Uh, Well, personally, I think that, uh, that we should have cast an old lady and, uh, and let some, and let some older women shine in the superhero world. Uh, because I would have loved to have seen that. Let's seen, like, see, I don't know, an, an older woman doing cool things, but you know what? That's just not what Hollywood Maybe is. we still get Helen Mirren yeah. as Cassandra.
2: Well, they great. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll find a way to put Cassandra in there in some way. Like, that has to be Meryl happen.
1: Streep as Cassandra <laughs>
2: Webb. Oh, God.
3: Wow. That would be crazy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think it is one of these things where they absolutely, she, like, signed the contract, and they were like, oh, it's a Marvel thing, and then she tagged it, and then she didn't know. And, and now all of us are like, it's not exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. Like, poor, poor Dakota Johnson. Um, also, <laughs> I think that if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Spider Woman counts as the Sony. World of Spider-Man characters or whatever so, long who thing. Who knows maybe. anything I, <laughs> about? Sony doesn't know.
2: <laughs> I did. I did look this up the other day because someone did ask me on Twitter, and this could have changed because Lord knows we've had like a breakup between Marvel and Sony and a rekindling, and who knows. But at the like 2019, there were articles that basically said both studios can use her, but Sony is the only one who can call her Spider Woman. So like Jessica Drew could appear in an MCU thing just as Jessica Drew, the character, but she can't be called Spider Woman unless she's in a Sony production.
3: <laughs> we're, we're, we're back to Scarlet Witch again. That's, that's what you just yeah. said.
2: Yeah, it is, it's, <sighs> it's very arbitrary, but that's kind of where we're at with it. So
1: my question about all this is, like, is Sony just kind of putting all of these spider characters that they can use in their own little universes? Like, and then Madam Web is like, there's one character in each universe. Like Venom is in one. Morbius is in one. Andrew Garfield isn't in enough of them, but he's only in one. Like, what is, are they just putting them all in different ones and then Madam Web is going to bring them together? I can or, see or allow them to access each other but every universe only has one or are they all in the same one cuz i'm I, I mean i don't know i'm still the forever new mutants level delayed morbius like is going to yeah. answer some of these questions i think but yeah i just want to know that like i'm really this is i'm tired of it
3: <laughs> <I'm> tired <laughs> well, of the questions in the comic series for spider verse that's basically what she is like she's like Picking a kickball team of spider people from different <laughs> universes and picking the best ones from each one, I I, I hope that they could do that. But that takes so much buildup that yeah. it would take more than just. One Madam Web movie to like make that big Spider Verse crossover thing a thing, unless you're just gonna have it be, well, they got you know, Jared Leto murdered everybody but Tom <laughs> and Toby and Andrew, it's they're the only the ones here. It's just and Jared they, Leto. they gotta save this <laughs> yeah. black kid before he kills him, too. Like, that's if that's the plot of the movie, I can see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just want Marissa Tomei to be Madam Web, that yes. would have been cool. Give her something.
2: <laughs> Aunt May did become a spider at one point. She was like Spider-Man. So yeah. make it happen, Sony. Just make it happen. Look
1: at James. She's got to catch her breath first. All right, let's move on.
2: Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's next?
1: Jesus Speaking Christ, of
2: spiders. Thank you,
1: Aaron,
3: for laughing at my jokes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm low-hanging
3: fruit. Every time an Avenger dies, y'all better go ahead and mute Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So the Spider Verse, Into Spider Verse, Part One and Part Two might tie into the MCU. Um, Chris Miller, the Lord, uh, appeared on the Happy Sad Confused Pod and talked about it because they're just getting peppered with questions about the multiverse at this point. There's so many different directions it could go now that we've kind of broken the glass, the emergency glass, on the multiverse. And Miller said. The multiverse is big and wide and all things grow. Why would you think a multiverse in which many things are possible that those things are not related? And then Chris, uh, like everything's possible except for the one thing that everyone wants, which is like (laughs) them kind of trolling all of us. Um, I'm getting big. We have the real Batman in our movie vibes from all of this. Um, What do you guys think? Do you think it's going to connect? You think the last bit of it's going to be Tom being like, we got to go. And that's it. I mean, we
0: hope know not. that they
2: we know that they wanted to. Like, I think they said during our quarantine watch party that like they wanted Tom, Toby, and Andrew, but Sony told them no. And so it could be something, but who knows at this point?
1: I, I just think Spider Verse was so good at having its own identity. Yeah, that like I love the MCU. I love Tom, Andrew, and Toby, Spider Man. I'm like sure it'd be very cool to see them in there, but I hope that doesn't consume Spider Verse's identity in any way. I trust that they can do it without losing like what spider-verse is its individuality what made it so unique and great and special and it could serve as much of as, as an exciting like we just watched a show this morning uh, most of us anyway uh, <laughs> that the, uh, the finale episode of a series that thrived on cameos and lost its identity what became better for it i don't know i don't think spider-verse needs that spider-verse was is already great it's not the first four episodes of boba fett it's already great so I, I it'd be cool i mean i'm not gonna say no to seeing these guys show up and hear their voices in there see their animations but uh I, I hope spider-verse keeps its own identity because it is just a f- brilliant brilliant f- property in, in itself
2: absolutely mm-hmm. yeah
1: i don't know <laughs> we'll have to see I don't know. Jamie, Jamie, any before we move on, I want to make sure Jamie gets a chance if she wants it.
4: (laughs) That's one of those things where it's like, whatever happens, I'm sure we'll do a good job. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good outlook. (laughs) I don't have strong opinions.
1: And we're going to stay on the Spider-Man train here for a second because we interviewed Tom Holland here at comicbook.com as many of you have seen and yelled at me for asking him Spider-Man questions during (laughs) Uncharted. If you watch the Uncharted videos, as much as you watch Spider-Man, I'd ask all uncharted but you you watch more spider-man uh and i have the job to do and i'd be crazy to work at comicbook.com and not ask about literally your job yeah Yeah. that said we did talk about uncharted in the full interview and he had plenty of really cool things to say about that so watch the full interview not the 30 second clip on twitter which is already (coughs) awesome and then you'll see even better stuff anyway uh i asked tom about the group chat with the spider-man's Thought it was wholesome when he said it always ends with love you guys. Oh, my God. I want to be in that chat just to watch like and then never stop texting. Uh, and then I said, are you one of us who also wants to see uh, Andrew Garfield play Spider-Man again? On the Amazing Spider-Man 3. And Tom said, like, if the studio wants to do it, they have my full support. And I, like, listen, would it be a show? Um, <laughs> it's my Spider-Man impression. It's sometimes really good most of the time really like sometimes australian i don't know it just it goes every direction um and tom isn't on twitter so he'll never see that clip so we're fine uh, but anyway it gets his full support um he uh he says he, they if andrew wants to do it if the studio wants to do it it has his full support uh and that's cool he's he's one of us you know the end of story uh, we all want that yeah
4: mhm yeah i mean we-
3: but at this point, yeah, I'm I'm betting I I'm gonna eat a lot of crow if that man is if that man's not in the end of Morbius, they yeah. all will come to my my Twitter doorstep and be like, <laughs> you promised us things that did not occur. So yeah. hopefully it happens. Who knows?
1: I I I get. I also, like I <laughs> I want to live in a world where Tom Holland was like. No, absolutely. Not. I'm, I'm Spider Man. No one else can be Spider Man unless they're in my movie. Like, you see this hair and how tired I look right now. It's my job. No one else can take any of that from me. Um, like that would have been a, a hilarious clip. But uh, we didn't get that. Unfortunately, Tom Holland is a class act. And <laughs> unfortunately.
2: <a> friend... <laughs> unfortunately. That's just the word of the day on this show. It's just unfortunately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom is great. Tom is an absolute class act. And the, uh, uh, his, the interview is, you could go watch the whole thing on YouTube. I also asked him if uh, the story we got in No Way Home was always the plan. Like if we were going to get multiverse later or if that was going to be like this this third Spider-Man movie, no matter what, because the release dates shifted, obviously. And like I remember there were stories about they were filming this thing in like Iceland. Craven the Hunter was the expectation. Um, like the Mysterio story never got touched again. I didn't lay all of that out because it would have ate all four minutes in the interview, but those that's why I asked this question. And he said, like, I don't remember. All right, I'm done. I'm retiring. I had to do one more. I'm done. I'm done. I swear I'm terrible. Uh, why does anybody listen to this show? Um God, I'm going to get us canceled. And then Jenna, Aaron and Jamie's great work is just for what? Uh, <laughs> but he said he does remember that that um, that like there was times where this was happening and times where it wasn't. And that like it was always about trying to get the contracts, the and schedules and everything to line up and stuff that he kind of wasn't involved with. And I don't know. I just still have the feeling that there was a different version of the third Spider-Man MCU movie. And this may have been the, like this Spider-Verse stuff with Toby and Andrew may have been Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness stuff or Spider-Man 4 stuff. And I kind of like part of me is like, I wish I lived in that timeline where I got a third solo spider movie with the fallout of Mysterio being like Craven and other stuff. And then the Multiverse, because why not get more and like a really thorough story? But we got No Way Home. So it's like impossible to complain. But am I crazy? Like, am I, is my tinfoil hat a little too tight here?
2: No, I mean, I, I, I could have
4: used more Jake Gyllenhaal.
2: <laughs> I definitely think that we were on the cusp of getting that movie. And I think just a lot of things changed. Like, I am definitely, I would not have been surprised if, like, seeing what DC has been doing with its multiverse also kind of influenced the decision to make the Spider-Verse stuff happen sooner than it might have in a normal situation. I, I'm happy, obviously, with what we got. But it is that thing of, like, what would that Craven movie have even looked like?
3: Mm-hmm. I got to say, BD. You didn't get answers about the tower. And I feel like you shifted <laughs> your conspiracy hat to this, to this whole thing. Of, at one point, it was mm-hmm. supposed to be Kramer hundred. It's very funny, though, because there's clearly evidence that there was some other plan, that mm-hmm. there was something else it was probably supposed to be. And then for whatever reason, it pivoted midway through. Yeah. And we just don't know. And they will never tell us about it because they might reuse it for something later. Like, that's mm-hmm. the part of it that's funny. I think that's why you're getting so much tap dancing around it because it mm-hmm. could end up being the plot of four or heck, the plot of five possibly. Because now we've switched from I, if I'm playing Spider Man when I'm 30 years old, I'm doing something wrong to I will do this till I die.
2: <laughs> that man, oh, yeah. That man
3: is negotiating
1: through the press and I respect it. fully is. He, yeah. He's getting that bag. He knows there is, like, yeah, sure, we can have an Andrew Garfield Spider Man without him. But there is no like I don't know that Andrew Garfield Spider Man is a billion dollar movie like this like he knows he is the billion dollar man for Spider Man right now and he knows that if he says well maybe I won't want to do this forever he gets he's gonna get paid and he should because yeah. he's been cranking out hits for Sony and Marvel and um, if the contract isn't already signed then. Uh, it's going to be an, and his pockets are going to be deep and his charity work I'm sure is going to keep going too I, I also want to shout out Tom for I really appreciate his brother's trust stuff that he does and the charity work he does and the people he invites on his live streams on Instagram um, so yeah anyway I also agree that uh, the, the, I think there was a different movie and the shifts changed it I think Aaron's right we'll never hear about it alright Guardians Galaxy Volume 3 this quote started going around I think James Gunn said this a long time ago but he said it again Mm -hmm. that guardians volume three is the last time we will see this team and batista said uh in an interview with comicbook.com that it is going to wrap things up aka r.i.p drax the destroyer uh almost for sure um i don't really know there's much to talk about here do you think they're all gonna die like okay so we have mantis drax rocket groot star lord 2014 gamora nebula craglin that's eight characters Mm -hmm. Out of those eight characters, how many are dying?
4: I agree that Drax for sure is going. I, and I really yeah. think it's because Dave doesn't want any chance of coming back. I think he's done. Absolutely. And I think I think, I think think they keep repeating this because I think they're all done. I think James Gunn is like, DC lets me do some wild, wacky stuff that Marvel <laughs> doesn't let me do. And I'm going to stick with them because uh, I can do what Soderbergh thinks we don't do.
2: So... Uh, <laughs>
1: I understood that reference, very timely
2: (laughs) Perfect Yeah, I'm in the camp of like I know Drax feels obvious Rocket feels obvious Like he's going to break all of our hearts with Rocket And that death scene, I, I can already tell Everyone else, it's like, they maybe could die, or it's just a thing of like, they just exist in the universe, either like in a happy way to where we never have to see them again. Or it is a thing of like, if they want to pop up in a Thor movie or whatever other cosmic stuff is in store, then there's still the potential to do so. I I, I feel like any of them outside of Drax Rocket could could still survive.
3: I- I joked around that it feels like we're doing Super Bowl squares for people dying. That's what it feels like among the Guardians fans. They're placing their bets on who's going to die and if it's going to be this person bundled with this person. But, I mean, there seems like there's characters that are absolutely going to live to whatever new uh configuration of the guardians exists after volume 3 like they're not going to kill mario bro they're not going to kill mario <laughs> that's not happening dude. Uh, but <laughs> freaking rocket and drax it seems like ooh that can't can go either way yeah exactly <laughs>
4: Oh my Uh, (laughs) god. The more are safe because they've been killed already.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I also like, I want Mantis to be safe because she has so much like storytelling potential. Like, she's in the Avengers and in so many like other teams. It's like, let her live on to go like hang out with other people. Like, that would be cool.
4: I also like more Nebula just always constantly. Nebula is Um, sure
1: sticking around. Yeah. I'm very optimistic and hopeful of that i think i have a weird I, thing I, where I, I kind
4: of ship her with roadie because of endgame and i oh. and i know that that's really wild but uh, in love field but i that but i do and i'd like to see that sometime in the future i know that's never gonna happen but.
3: them watching quill dancing and them making fun of him is an underrated part of that movie yeah. i enjoy quite a bit
4: yeah they they have weird like they relate on a weird level to weird things uh, i really <laughs> enjoy them together as a duo
1: I really like the theory that Rocket is trying to build a new body. And that's why he keeps asking for body parts. Uh, And like he had the eye in Infinity War that he got on Contraxia. He uh, wanted the arm from Bucky. He wanted the leg in the first Guardians. Like, sure, maybe that might just be a running joke. And we might be looking too far into this uh, as we do on phase zero. Whatever. (laughs) That's why you're here. And. But I like that theory. I think it's fun. If I see Drax come out like as a cyborg at the end of Guardians volume, or, or Rocket come out as a big cyborg at the end of Guardians Volume 3, I think that'd be pretty funny. Uh, but also I'm going to take like a 25% chance of that being the case. Maybe even 20. Yeah. But not zero. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. We got more news here. Uh, uh, Tess Thompson teased some new powers for uh, uh, Valkyrie and Thor, Love and Thunder but then she kind of backtracked Uh, in an interview with uh, W Magazine she said uh, about Valkyrie she has weird skills to be honest she can sense when someone is close to death and then she takes them into Valhalla which is essentially the afterlife she can revive people but when um, uh, when she revives people sometimes she ends up in their body it's a weird thing it can be quite erotic (laughs) love that uh but then uh on an instagram story she said i'm talking about in talking about valkyrie w magazine i was talking generally about powers that are canon and that i loved in reading the comics and not about thor love and thunder i shan't be a home for spoilers uh so um i let's have this erotic (laughs) thing going on i hope that I hope that she was just backtracking, and mm. all of this is happening because I think it's pretty cool, uh, and I and I want more uh, Valkyrie coolness. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: I, I think it's definitely possible. I, I also do think she could have just been talking about like what's cool in the comics, but also looking at that, that seems like something that Taika, if, if there's a way for that to work into the story, Taika is going to find a way to make that work. That feels very on brand for him. But, um, but yeah, I feel like she could be, she could have spoiled something. She could have just been talking about the comics. We don't really know. Also, I loved BD getting his water bottle sniper ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. Faggy <Feige> said, <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good i think i think and hope it will happen i also respect uh tessa thompson's use of the word shant yes <laughs> I shant be home to spoilers
3: that's, Aaron. A that's a clue that uh shakespeare and thor is back you heard her first please i beg of
1: it i beg of it i saw death on the nile kenneth branagh genius of shakespearean thor was was fantastic in death on the nile
4: Actually a pretty good movie to be honest I'm surprised that it's getting good reviews now I'm like I guess I'm going to see that movie Well
1: you look at the cast and you're like well, uh, well This one might yeah. This one might there, uh, There's
4: some the, the cast yeah
1: Those reviews will eat your heart <laughs> but out
4: yeah, But I'm, I'm, I'm in for an event <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um,
1: uh, there's, there's some questionable Questionable oh, really? decisions from uh, what? No! Oh no! No! no. Right. Oh. I was just a, It was just. <laughs> there's there's some we're, questions. We're doing great people, today, I guess.
2: He, he made a joke. He made a joke. Yeah!
1: Yeah! Okay. About some about some bad tastes. Uh, all right, oh, we are going oh. to take a quick break here. Uh, we'll be right back in one minute with mailbag. Get your questions ready in the comment section. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 5. It is time for the mailbag. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Uh, We have questions from the amazing Phase Zero community. We love you all very much. We wrangled up some questions from Twitter, which we have here written down on a notepad. Virtual (laughs) Google Doc, call it a notepad. And we also will be eyeballing that comment section live on Twitch. If you have a question, drop it in right now. Our first question of the day. This one comes from a guy. Uh, it says, Shmim Shmiscardi, uh, at Shmim Shmiscardi, what is your most anticipated Disney Plus show and why is it now, How did that one get through? How did we let that one through? All right, moving on. This it's comes fine. from Smash Trivia, at Smash Trivia John, who from a previous Marvel film when you most want to cameo in Multiverse of Madness, I really want 80s Howard the Duck because it can confirm my theory that when Howard is brought to Earth, he was shot through the multiverse. Oh, good theory there. Smash trivia. John, Jenna, who do you want to see from a previous Marvel franchise show up in Multiverse of Madness?
2: I like that Howard the Duck theory. Like, I've never really considered that, but I am i have a soft spot for that movie in all of its very horrible glory. I almost wore my Howard the Duck shirt today for the occasion. Um, I tweeted about this the other day. It's technically not a movie, but I would still want it to count. If Squirrel Girl from the new Warrior show that never happened, if she showed up in Multiverse of Madness, I would be over the moon. That would be the type of thing. If Kevin Feige found a way to still canonize her and did it in that kind of multiverse way, I would be so happy. So,
1: Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Aaron, what do you, who would you like to
3: see? Uh, I think I've been pretty consistent about this. I would love to see Chris Evans be Human Torch. because Yo! Cause yeah. It would be hilarious. Like, you look real familiar. No idea who you are. <laughs> Here's my motorcycle. Fox was big back in the early 2000s. Like was like a VRX and all that crap. It would be very funny. I would enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jamie. Uh-huh.
4: Well, you know my go-to response whenever we talk about the multiverse is that Wesley Snipes' blade is Ooh. is technically around. So Wesley Snipes would definitely would definitely uh, be my number one choice. But also, you guys know that my second favorite actor is Nick Cage. So if Nick Cage pops as that would be pretty awesome too.
1: I thought for sure you were going to say the Agents of Shield cast.
4: Well, I, I, I kind of saw this as a more yeah. No, this question is not, and they're still questionably MCU. So I, I didn't right. think they counted in this question. Obviously, yeah, that's my answer. But not for this <laughs> I,
0: I question. Mean,
1: yeah,
4: that's fair. That's fair. I,
1: I I think my my first response, my like gut reaction is I, I'd love to see like Hugh Jackman. As, as Wolverine show up, even though that story ended so wonderfully, I think that like just bringing him in for a bit would be really cool. Um, I mean, Ben and Jen's Daredevil and Elektra, yes. that would be legendary. Uh, I just had an answer that I was. Li- I forgot while I was listening to Jamie. <laughs> um, I forget do who that. it was. I will You're, also say you are very interesting.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I will also say in in terms of more like movie characters, if Ian Grufford came back and was the maker version of Reed Richards, that would be that's That's everything I would want. That would be like my pie in the sky in terms of the character coming back.
1: I remember who I said. Okay, or who I wanted to say. Ed Norton as the Hulk. I want us to just confirm that the Incredible Hulk was set in a different universe. Like just set, maybe even bring in Terrence Howard while we're at it Uh, or don't, but I don't care. (laughs) I'd rather see Ed Norton uh, because I I think Iron Man Two addressed the, the Terrence Howard change with, I'm here deal with it. Let's move on really well. Whereas Avengers never really said that Hulk looked different. I think it just kind of picked up with the new Hulk, Um, but a a Terrence Howard roadie from an alternate universe would be funny. Um, and Eric Bana's Hulk, yo. All right. Listen, Should put some love on Ang Lee's Hulk movie.
4: <laughs> I watched <laughs> that in
1: fifth grade when I was in fifth grade. I loved that film. I don't know <laughs> if I've watched it since, but
4: I just rewatched it. And I don't think it's any worse than the 2008 Hulk. That's my hot take.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, mean, a, I think I need to rewatch it.
2: That's a very specific qualifier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, anybody but the 2015 Fantastic Four. Really, yeah. Uh, CJ Dar, that movie doesn't
3: exist. Hey, you no. could have Michael Michael B Jordan pop up and be like, "Why am I here?" And him and Chris <laughs> exactly. Evans point at each other.
2: That would be the only thing I would want from that. That, that
3: would right. be a pretty,
1: a great, yeah. like, confusing moment if you had anybody from Wakanda in that scene with Chris mm-hmm. Evans and Michael B Jordan as Fantastic Four members. Hold on, wait a second. Yeah, that would be <laughs> interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really need Miles Teller to be back. If, but yeah, I could do it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. This is from Joe Harley at Joe Harley. Does you have four X Men to bring into the MCU? Each of their films is set in a previous MCU film from their perspectives. Who do you pick? And which movie do you set them into? Jamie, I'm sorry, you're at the top.
0: You can pass. This is like me, a riddle. On. I
2: know. <laughs> we'll I feel do, we'll like do, we'll the riddler do. just joined the I chat. Think-
1: We'll all do one X-Men. Yeah, that X-Men. would be We'll all just yeah. do one. That'll be a total of four to answer Joe's question. So comment section, I actually would love to hear from you guys on this as well. If you had to see an MCU story play out from the perspective of a mutant in the MCU who wasn't a part of the story then and what they were doing at the time, who would it be and why? This is, this is tough.
4: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I have to go first. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say Emma, just because I want I want some Emma content, and I think that uh, that from her perspective, any story would be very cool and sultry and neat. Um, uh, which story? Oh, I don't know, Thor Ragnarok. I feel very strongly about this. I didn't just think of it off the top of my head. I put a lot of thought into that answer, you guys, and I'm sticking to it.
2: I, I will just say, like piggybacking off of your answer, it'd be fun to see her set during like Winter Soldier or some sort of Captain America thing because in the Hellfire Gala, she and Steve had a very specific flirting relationship. My answer would be um, Rogue through the through like Captain Marvel or the time around Captain Marvel because like they are so tied together in their powers, and I feel like. If we weren't getting the Marvels as the way it is now, what I would want for Captain Marvel 2 would be a like Mystique and Rogue movie of them kind of dealing with how Carol ties into their whole deal. So that would be my answer of like the 90s aughts through Rogue and Carol.
3: Hmm. Uh, let's think here. I, I thought about this. I, I prepared myself for this Sphinx question and <laughs> now we've pivoted. Uh, I think I would say Cyclops from like the first class era cyclops and drop him into like civil war Ooh. because he's had experience with extremism and stuff like that and it would be interesting to introduce like a much younger version of scott into that conflict the same way as like a balance against spider-man and then uh, the, the i was boys actually... can just duke it out uh-huh. <laughs> I actually was going to say
1: Cyclops as well But I was going to go a movie back Because I was going to say Age of Ultron if you want to oh. talk about like extremism And Cyclops having those opinions I think seeing Scott Like maybe he is Sokovian in the MCU And that can lead you into an Avengers vs. X-Men That has an actually sensible start For reasoning that Cyclops is pissed off Other than the cop Like the comic just started so quickly That obviously they just wanted to make this event And Cyclops was like I mean he's not the most like patient, thoughtful character ever. But he moved very quickly, jumped to very quick conclusions and started that war between the Avengers and the X-Men very fast. Whereas I think if you show Cyclops during Age of Ultron, maybe he's Sokovian. uh, That that could be interesting.
2: Also, Uh, Gold Rhapsody is in the chat with like the most obvious answer. I can't believe it didn't occur to me. Just put Moira McTaggart through any of the movies. Like if you just get a Moira movie, just her going through each part of the MCU, that could totally work too.
1: Give us a Luis montage Of Moira McTaggart going through everything
3: in the MCU. It
2: would be amazing.
3: Wolverine and Black Widow. She's the one who helped Steve return the stones. He was there for all of it with her multiple lives helping do all of it.
2: Why not? Sure.
3: (laughs) I will not try to do a Moira McTaggart
1: voice. Please
2: don't. Okay. Uh, All right.
1: right. (laughs) This one is, I like the comment section. There's there's quite a few um, questions or suggestions in the comment section. Uh, well, I like Magneto people, and Ultron. I know. a lot of Magneto and Ultron. Magneto watching Wandavision. Oh, that would be
0: great! <laughs> uh,
1: I saw Storm in Black Panther. I love to see like Aurora just chilling. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, good suggestions. All right, we're moving on. This one comes from Jephtha Owusu at uh, Jephtha Owusu six. Do you guys have any strong fan castings that you want to see in the MCU? Can be for any hero or villain, and we're just gonna say. John Krasinski is Mister Fantastic is not eligible for this casting because uh, it's been it's the most beat to death fan casting. Even if I like it, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, anybody
3: anybody have any big conviction here?
2: I was going Aaron go, go first because he's at the he's
3: top. Top. I, I just I I don't stay plugged in enough to the fan cast. I feel like that's where you get all this stuff is from social media and kids like beating the drum for certain actors and actresses. I just. I, I don't know. I'm me and Jamie have a little bit of overlap in the whole. I will take what you give. Me. Like <laughs> yeah. I can be convinced. I don't have any real like big thing. I saw somebody in there say uh, Zach Efron for Wolverine, and I I would enjoy that from myself. Yeah, it, I man, like that it's too. Funny, because he's like really funny and like dry, and he actually has range, and people don't realize that they're just like oh Charlie uh, Charlie Saint Cloud. <laughs> That's for four of y'all in the audience.
4: Four. <laughs> I'm one of them.
1: <laughs> I really like Jason Clark as Dr. Doom. Hmm. I think he would make a good Doom. If everybody knows Jason Clark, he was in like Planet of the Apes.
4: Huh.
1: Um, what else is Jason Clark? Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis. I'm pulling Agent. up the IMDb so I can uh, Zero Dark 30, I think. Um, oh, yeah. He's in Dawn, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He's in The Devil all the time with our boy Tommy Friend of the show Never been We're on, just running
2: Through his His filmography so my, Yeah
1: yeah yeah So if anybody's Unfamiliar with Jason yeah. Clark That's uh, you, You're not gonna be Familiar now If you don't uh, Pedro Pascal <laughs> <laughs> As- anyway, Who could Pedro Pascal Play in the MCU I have,
2: Okay I have Thought about this This is not my answer For the fan cast I have like three That I wanted to bring up But I would say Like Damon Hellstrom Because he And Oscar And Gal Garcia Bernal Are all friends With each other And so I'm like Build out a Midnight Suns With the three of them And like have him Play Hellstrom Because that would be Kind of cool Just to have him included in that in some way. Or any character that's in the midnight sons, just so he can hang out with his friends. <laughs> this
3: question I it. is literally just who who who's which dad can he play?
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, my, my answer for the fan cast question, like I know I've said most of these on the show in some capacity. Glenn Howerton as Mr. Fantastic. I, I would love that if that were to happen. I will beat the drum of Seth Rogen playing the thing until it happens. <laughs> I can hear. if you cannot imagine him saying it's clobbering time then you have no imagination it's like it would be he would do it so well it would be so good and then your jason clark thing reminded me i really would love jason isaacs to play magneto that would be incredible if that were to happen i feel like he would fit perfectly within the mcu we broke aaron aaron's broken
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> the rock, rock is in the juggernaut. You're God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead,
4: you know, my, I, I used to only have one answer for this for years, and now it doesn't matter. I used to say I wanted Tatiana Maslany to be Spider Woman, but now she's She Hulk, and that's even better. So yeah. it's like, why should I say anything when they have better <laughs> ideas than what I say? That's um, fair. Uh, uh, all, all you guys know if I could put anybody in the MCU, it'd be John Travolta. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's in the worst Marvel movie ever made already. Uh, um, oh, but, uh,
1: Thomas Jane. So
4: <laughs> I don't, I don't even know who he would play. Uh, as long as it's a, as long as he can redeem that terrible, terrible <laughs> Punisher movie. But yeah, my life would be literally complete if that happened. So, but I don't know. I like <laughs> guys. I'm so bad at uh, fan casting things and guessing things and. Why am I on the show, you guys? (laughs) (laughs) I'm any seconds away from getting fired. No, you're
2: not. We love Uh, you.
1: (laughs) I have a couple I'll throw out. Uh, um, Dwayne Johnson as Juggernaut. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, What was I just... God, uh, Jamie talks and I get so into what Jamie says (laughs) I can what I was going to say. Keanu Reeves as Galactus or Silver Surfer. Yeah. and I think, I don't know. I think that's all of them. Oh, Alicia Vikander uh, as as Jessica Drew. Oh, uh, like all that. right. All right. We're moving on. We're moving on.
4: <laughs>
1: Mailbag is just organized. So organized today.
4: We're, we're doing great today. Yeah,
2: of big,
1: big structure show. Um, <laughs> this one comes from Marvel over at Marvel ABH. Uh, do you think, that Marvel fans, not comic books, would be excited about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, or will it be hard to understand? I think it is the job of the movie to make you understand everything from that this like franchise, which I took issue with today in Boba Fett when I did not know the whole like I didn't I haven't watched mm-hmm. all of an animated show, uh-huh. so I don't know the full story. Like I know bits of it between mm-hmm. a couple characters. I think Marvel has done a little bit of a better job of making sure you're up to speed. Also, it's different. It's not a one-to-one. Like, it like is more on the viewer in Boba Fett, what I watched today, because they're all out there. like They're set in the same canon, whereas Marvel Comics and Marvel movies are not the same universe. 616 MCU are not the same. So I do think Strange... It, the, the more You'll be less confused by comic references than you will be by the probably million other franchises that have actors popping up. If you haven't watched previous films, that's my thought.
2: Yeah. I'm in agreement also. Yeah. With the Boba Fett of it all. I also think that thing was based on a deleted scene. So that makes it even more further. If you, if you aren't aware of that, then you're completely lost. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I think it is a thing of the franchises that will be in this movie will be kind of the big thing. There will probably be weird comic canon lore that they will dive into but i trust sam Raimi to be able to like introduce it well it's just more if some of the rumors and some of the rumblings about like who's popping up in this movie are true then it might be a thing where if you're just a casual viewer you won't feel like the emotion the way that like a lot of us who are very online will be reacting to those things
3: i will be crying I like, I like this question like a ton because like I think that this is going to be a thing more and more as you dip into multiverse is that everybody's not going to have seen Spider-Man 1 and 2 when they were kids or Amazing Spider-Man. Like some of these things people are going to be like, what? Why? Like, huh? Like I, I look forward to how long the Marvel Studios Legends for Doctor Strange is before Multiverse of Madness because it could end up being like 30 minutes long. Yeah. Like you think about what like the one that came out for Wanda before Wandavision was what, like eleven minutes. they about to get you up to speed of everything that you ha- if you hadn't seen any of this stuff. And tons of people were using those things before Wandavision too, because like people were like, "I don't understand what's going on," and it's like you can just go to Disney Plus, and they have it for you here. I don't know if you can do that with this movie, but I do think there will be enough in it and word of mouth where people will still want to go see it. Like absolutely, once. The, the chum is out in the water. We're all going to be out there just going crazy. And some of it's already like trickling out, I guess. I have done great avoiding all the spoilers. <laughs> Come on, man, I have no idea what's going on. It's great. I love I,
2: it. I envy you.
3: Mm,
4: yeah, funny. I don't know. I don't know things either.
3: Yay, JB! <laughs> I know
1: things. And I've seen things.
4: <laughs> yeah. I love not knowing things or seeing things. My go-to answer always, and it's the same for this question, is I trust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there are things in Doctor Strange that are not leaked online that are so exciting. Uh, oh, hold on! Breaking news. Oh, yeah. Russell Crowe joins Aaron Taylor Johnson in Sony Marvel movie Craven the Hunter.
2: Huh?
3: Russell Crowe.
1: Russell Crowe <laughs> unhinged himself uh, will join Sony Marvel movie Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I don't know who he's playing. I don't think he's, he's said just double be flipping. Wow, okay. The, the story details, including Krog's role, are being kept in a cage, but many of the main characters are said to be Craven's family members. Yeah, so Madam Webb fully is going to relate to Craven because hasn't um, Julia dealt with like Craven's wife before or, or sister? Yeah, and
2: cousin? Cassandra gets killed by Craven in the comics, so yeah, all of that might tie together the wow, Sony, like, okay. Sony
4: MCU casting
2: this I should not that, be allowed. <laughs> Russell Crowe is just wow. picking comic book franchises. It's like, all right, I'm in the DCEU I'm in the MCU, <laughs> I'm in the Sony universe. Like, I'm just going to take all of them, like Infinity Stones.
1: Mm. Wow, that's yeah. <laughs> too confusing. The map. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I
4: don't like it. I don't like it one bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with it. Whatever, it's <laughs> craven. Yeah, that's so craven. He has to be a <laughs> bad um,
2: Probably. Uh,
1: you would think, but who knows I
2: don't
1: know uh, with, with these movies, I just wait to find out uh, A lot of this yep. stuff And then sometimes I still don't know um, <laughs> man, I was about about like Watching movies to...
2: kind of works
1: That's true, that's true <laughs> I was about to spill some Doctor Strange tea But I'm going to keep it to I myself know. now You <laughs> guys can thank Russell Crowe uh, Maybe it's for the best um, From Gilbert Garcia mail Back to Mailbag At Gilbert Garcia, the second two eyes at the end there. Uh, Is it possible that Charlie Cox could show up in something else other than the rumored cameo in She-Hulk? It's not a cameo, but also, um, I mean, sure. I think. uh, Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. I'm like, how are we supposed to answer this question? Because I don't want my speculation it's, to be taken. It's as really possible. just yeah.
3: where do you think he'll show up other than She-Hulk if he were yeah. to show up before She-Hulk. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only Echo. answers are Love and Thunder and Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. Right. Echo. Oh, Echo. But oh, that's yeah. not coming Echo. out before, before
2: She-Hulk, right? No, I don't. I mean, but did, did it did it have to be that he was in it before She-Hulk? Because, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like he has to be an echo, but if he's, I guess if he's in anything out of that, then it would be multiverse of madness. I don't know. What do you I just
1: think? At multiverse of and and be an echo. huh? I hope if he's in multiverse of madness, they sh- sh- make it clear like that it's either this is the Netflix version or the Netflix yeah. version is from another universe, and we have one just like him. So here's two Charlie Coxes, double the Charlie Cox. Everybody's happy. Uh, <laughs> but. I I mean, of the announced titles, She-Hulk is the only one that really makes that much sense. Uh, I think we will have a Daredevil title sooner than later, probably in the next five years. But I don't know. That's not like inside information. I think they'd be crazy not to give him a show or put him in a group with other characters.
3: Put him in with, I don't care, throw him into the Thunderbolts if you want to. but. Can you imagine Oscar Isaac getting arrested? And then he's like, you really (laughs) got to stop getting in trouble. You're good (laughs) to go. And that's it. And then he just lingers. Everybody's brains would melt. Every, every title. He's just a really good lawyer for one scene. (laughs) Absolutely.
4: For
1: one scene. Yes. Um, All right. All right. This one comes from Ivy at Ivy Spice. This is for Jamie. Jamie, you can only watch one for the rest of your life. Grease or Grease 2. And you can still watch other Travolta movies.
4: I love that you chose this question because it has nothing to do with anything, and I love that. Uh, wow, what a beautiful question! That's like a Sophie's choice. Uh, Grease is my favorite movie of all time, but I but I watch Grease two probably more. But you know, I, I can't not pick Travolta. Uh, he's my he's my main squeeze, and luckily for me, I know every word of Grease two uh, already in my brain, so I can just <laughs> act it out myself with and sing all the songs myself without watching uh, without having to watch it ever again. Uh, thank you so much for uh, uh, appealing to my interests. Uh, thank you uh, for letting me talk about Greece. Uh, I love you so much, all of you. I'm
1: about to start playing Oscar music if I think you went on for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is another question for Jamie <laughs> from Steina at Steina TP underscore TP1. Uh, Jamie, what's your favorite character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.?
4: Favorite Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character? uh easy we don't i don't even have to think about it it's deeksha he's my boy i don't know how i lived for five seasons of that show without my boy but it's deeksha and you can give me a hard time i don't care that's my answer
1: <laughs> tj's work wants to sing greece karaoke with you uh yeah get in line it. Get in line. <laughs> uh, from Stephen Freeman. We only have a couple more questions left. If you guys have any questions, drop in the comment section now, or we will be wrapping up today's show. Stephen Freeman at Stephen 24 free. Would there be any merch for phase zero? And I don't know if I can ask two, but I was wondering who's your favorite interview you've done. To answer your first question out of my control, there should have been phase zero merch a long time ago. I don't know why there isn't. So yes, you can ask two. Uh, my favorite interview I've ever done. We should all answer this. Um, ooh. On phase zero, it's hands down to um, but otherwise, probably like The Rock, I would have to say. Aaron, who's your favorite person you've ever interviewed? It could not uh, have to be a comic book. You've been you've been in this industry in the
3: entertainment sports reporting industry for a minute. Uh when I was a youth reporter, uh I got to interview Shaquille O'Neal the last season, like he played in Cleveland, the only season he played in Cleveland, and you don't get a grasp for how big human beings can be so you're like trying to be on your tippy toes and Brandon knows I'm not short I'm not short and I'm sitting there like could you please raise your <laughs> voice to get it into the microphone for me thank you Mr. O'Neill I appreciate you
2: Anything. it's good to
3: talk to you yeah keep doing your thing do good in school Um, so yeah that's, that impression
1: that's... show <laughs> oh, yes we make phase zero better impressions make phase zero better
4: Jamie? <laughs> oh, um, me. <laughs> oh, no, before, before, two weeks ago, I would have said Hugh Jackman because the, him making fun of me was <laughs> like a life highlight, making fun of my energy, but I got to interview all the jackass guys, and that was... I. Oh, an unhinged beautiful chaotic experience I love jackass and I was like starstruck but now that I say it I've never been more starstruck than when I interviewed Pepe to King Prawn from the Muppets so that might <laughs> actually be my answer <laughs> oh my gosh oh, wow. I love it my
2: my answer is simple I've talked to Tatiana Maslani twice and both times were absolutely amazing I would talk to her at any available opportunity those were just unreal that that even happened
1: I also want to say Tom Hiddleston is an absolute pleasure of a human being to speak to. I don't know if I I ever tell this story on the show when I brought my mom's the infinity war junket. I think so. Okay. Then I'll spare everybody, but he is just (laughs) the gentleman and uh, Tom Hiddleston is a great interview because he, he gives you such thoughtful answers. And I know you guys can relate when you do it, when you, you, we spend so so much time coming up with questions, doing research on people like that when you can tell when somebody's interested, in what they're talking about. And it really, like, I appreciate that so much. And, and Tom Hiddleston is one of those people who like, like I'll never, like the, 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 the interview we did for the Loki series, when I asked him what Loki's final thoughts were, like that was like the last question thing. And these interviews are four minutes long and you're getting like a, hey, one more question and then we have to go. And usually there's like 30 seconds left when you get that message from the person in the Zoom room. And he went for like three minutes and just had <laughs> such a thoughtful answer. And the interview footage is like almost seven minutes long. And I know that the people at the junket production were just like, I hate this guy. We're running late now. Shut up, Brandon, leave. And they're messaging me like rap, 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 rap. And I'm like, I'm not going to cut him off. He's giving me a thoughtful answer. This is amazing. Stop it. I'm sorry. But also I'm not. Um, but yeah, I got, it. I want to shout out. uh no, All right. I would
4: like la- I uh, would like to add real quick that I once interviewed Clark Gregg for 30 whole minutes. And wow. that was so what a fun interview. Because 30 minutes with someone that, like that awesome. that I love is it was it was just like having a f- conversation with a friend because you can talk for so long about so many things. That's on the website. Check that out.
1: <laughs> that's cool. Go dig it up, everybody. That's that's I love also when somebody gives you like like you've probably got a lot of questions in it. When you said 30 minutes, I <laughs> love New York Comic-Con. One time I interviewed Todd McFarlane you ask Todd McFarley one question. You need 30 minutes. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: you, <laughs> you, that man answers questions that aren't even asked yet. Uh, I'm going to go. I haven't watched your Clark Gregg interview, actually. I'm going to go dig it up, and that's going to be my lunchtime entertainment. Yeah. Um, all right, and this is our last question of the day from Eli Juan. Or I think it's uh, yeah, Eli Juan Kenobi from at Eliza Betson underscore H if you were to pick a comic story from marvel to film next which one would it be i'll go first avengers vs. x-men but improve it y'all know i love an event film that is the definition of an event story the comic i will i've said it today on the show i've said it on previous shows i think the comic is kind of lackluster but i love it in it, the idea of avengers vs. x-men if you can give me a good reason for it also the annihilation stuff with nova would be really cool so that's those are my picks
2: <laughs> I, I'm going to be incredibly on brand um, the Squadron Supreme 12 issue miniseries, just adapt that as a Disney Plus show, end it with the death of a universe one shot, like that is a thing that can exist on its own and not have to horribly tie into the MCU until much later, so that would be something, if I had carte blanche I would just green light that right away
3: <laughs> Here for it This, this is hard, because um, there's so many comics that you just don't realize how many <laughs> comics are there, so you open up a tab and you're like, wow there's this there's that um i think i want civil war 2 at some point i think i would want civil war 2 at some at some juncture you need the kids all to be their own selves to have civil war 2 be a thing but i would enjoy that a great deal
4: uh since the young avengers feels inevitable uh just if we're getting that i just want my hulkling wiccan Kissing boyfriends, husbands, time. That's just, just. I just want anything that's gay. Give me that. <laughs>
2: Perfect.
1: Remember so they gave you Joe Russo. Uh,
2: <laughs> No, they cannot be. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. All right, that is today's show. It wouldn't have been a complete show without a gay Joe Russo reference. Um, so, and we got impressions of Tom Holland and Shaq. And I think we even got like a little piece of Stephen A. in one of those I'm great.
3: earlier.
1: <laughs> the part of so it's, been, it's been, an, it's been an adventure today. Yeah. Uh, Woo. I'm tired. Uh, thank you everybody for listening uh, to us. I'm so sorry to everybody for listening to us. Um, Jamie, any parting words for today's show?
4: yes uh, uh i love you all <laughs> and uh i won't be here next week because it's my birthday, birthday. Uh, so see you in two weeks that's all i wanted was attention just give me attention
1: <laughs> everybody make sure to send those at jamie cinematics happy birthday tweets make sure you kill her phone battery jenna <laughs> go ahead
2: um go watch tomorrow's episode of peacemaker it is so much fun you won't regret it um go read some comics and just follow me on twitter at hey it's
1: Peacemaker has been brilliant. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Aaron, final uh, final thoughts.
3: Um, I would like to say thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for asking such wonderful questions. Um, I think that I don't. I'm trying to think if there was something I wanted to bring up, and I just don't know. Oh, go read Static Shock: The Rebirth of the Cool. You can get it for free on DC Comics Unlimited. The first issue. It's wonderful. Rest in peace to Dwayne McDuffie. Rest in peace to uh to Joe. Like that just a wonderful run. I wrote a short story about it yesterday. I will always write very small things about static shock. Any crumbs you'll give me, I'm here for it. Aaron, who you got this weekend? Oh God. See, okay. So my cousin is playing in the Super Bowl, right? Like my cousin's what? playing. Samaje is playing in Cincinnati is, of course, a rival to my beloved Cleveland Browns, but I I, can't, I don't have in my heart to root against my family. So I hope that they win, but I, I, I'm, not too, I, I'm not too hopeful that, like, you know, I don't think it's a sure thing by any stretch of the magic because this is the Bengals. I can't believe it. Like, after they won, my phone started levitating. It was <laughs> wild. So I'll be down there to hang out. I'm not going, but I'll, I'm going to go post had a Cincinnati yeah. Bengals hat for like tw- 10 years and haven't had a chance to wear it stop to break it out. Uh somebody in
1: LA is going to pay attention to the Super Bowl wow. while the LA team plays. That's pretty remarkable how far they've come. Uh all right y'all, thank you so much Aaron. Wish you the best of luck this weekend. Uh that's a interesting problem to have, but I hope, you know, Everybody wins. I hope everybody just has fun. Um that's a face zero. I don't listen. Sometimes I talk too much and I don't know when to just end it. So that's it. That's today's show. Goodbye. <coughs>